Yeah. Gather throng. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, Hello. every conceivable coordinate <laughs> in between. Uh, I'm your host, Jeffrey K. Horkrims. You can't be trusted with water, can't you, Kiko? <laughs> no, I didn't know that we started. So. <laughs> no, it's fine. This is this is the sort of thing that hu- that you know that humanizes the participant. Um, this is what the people crave: choking to death. Yes. Yeah. But, well, okay. that's, that, there, could it's there very be human. any? Oh, yeah, to death more than humans. Yeah, I was just gonna say: could there be any more human act? <laughs> this um, time, somebody dies. Yeah, exactly. Um, on a very special episode uh, of the AV Club. So, uh, very quickly. Uh, because it's been a while since we got back, uh, and also because I want to make sure uh, that our gathered throng, our cyber throng, if you will, sort of understands what the stakes are whenever we throw dice uh, into our trays. Let me just make sure for everyone's use a couple points of order. First, uh, when I ask you for a skill, uh, a role, when you're going to be you know, interacting with something, um, you fucking ruin them. Um, <laughs> no, essentially, uh, combine your stat and your skill. That's how we build a. That's how we build up a, a stat pool in this game. We toss them in there. In this game, cruelty of cruelties. Uh, only sixes are successes. But uh, if at first you don't succeed, it is okay. Um, <clears throat> your if the role you're doing is related to your pride, which is on your character sheet, like the thing that you, it's a part of your identity. Um, you can get one automatic success, but you can also have succeeded a role and use your pride to be even more successful. Because the threshold of success is really important in this game. You're asking somebody a question or trying to get uh, a sense of something. You get more questions to me the more successes you have, right? So it's the threshold of success. It isn't just pass or fail. Certainly for narrative purposes, it's not either. Um, you also have luck. Right, so luck is correlated with how old you are. Uh, older kids have more skills, but younger kids have more luck. Uh, you can use uh, a luck point to re-roll the failed dice that were in your pool. So that's a handy one. Uh, don't forget to use it. Um, you can also push. Uh, that's like if you fuck up and it's really important and you want to succeed, um, you can push. And so that involves you just checking one of your conditions, right? So... Uh, in this game, that would be upset, scared, uh, exhausted, injured, broken, right? Uh, each of those things, uh, it's mostly uh, for emotional texture, but each of those basically eats up some of your dice when you're trying to succeed at things. Right. Right. And you can only use your pride once per once game, per right? Once per game. Exactly right. Got it. Exactly right. You can't, you can't just be proud the whole time. It cometh before a fall. <laughs> yeah. Right? I mean, so be, watch out for that. Um, <clears throat> you can also help your friends. Uh, succeed in this game. Uh, generally speaking, the denouement, big excitement, is a massive type of skill challenge that everyone partakes in. Uh, and then, to in order to succeed, or in order for things to go the way that you want, um, you, I'll tell you how many successes you need, uh, and that will provide sufficient terror uh, for you to uh, find what's best in yourselves um, and deliver an incredible experience. For the viewer. Um, so, uh, very, very quickly though, as I said, before we uh, start out, because we haven't played for a while, if you would please, uh, starting at the end with Ms. Swalux, um, uh, just let the people at home know uh, who you're bringing to the table today. I am, uh, I am Patrick and I am playing Bethy Swalux. She is 10 years old. Uh, she 
is extremely min-max towards stealing things. <laughs> She's a foreign exchange student <coughs> from England, and uh, <coughs> her best friend is a pig called Jeremy. That's right. That's it from me. Um, I'm playing Mick, uh, who is a 14-year-old who is trying to become one of the greatest filmmakers of the century. But her problem is, is that she has a shoestring uh, special effects budget. Well, this is a classic. Yeah, I mean, that's that's a thing that a lot of filmmakers have had to deal with, for yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, she, uh, she's a spunky, short, pale girl who wears um, ripped jeans and has an oversized plaid button-up. Um, and she uh, has a field jacket stolen from the set of Apocalypse Now. Um, and... Uh, yeah, so she's she's just all about capturing the best shots she possibly can. I'm playing uh, Temo. He is a uh, son of a migrant worker uh, and a tinkerer. <coughs> fourteen. For he's a fourteen tinkerer. Or is, is that his, comma his stat? 14. Yes, comma fourteen. <laughs> fourteen tinkerers. So uh, the team is ancient ethics. in this game. <laughs> Fourteen tinkerers walk into a bar. <laughs> yeah. Um, snap. Uh, hi, I'm Dora. I'll be playing Ginger or Snap for short, or, or as my nickname is Snap. Um, I am um, the rocker um, archetype. Um, she is very tall and lanky, uh, long wavy red hair. Um, she's got black eyeliner and always has a band tee on with her brother's um, army jacket. Um, she's sort of like, I think of her a lot like, um, Ringwall's character from Pretty in Pink, where she's just sort of like, she lives in a very bad neighborhood, she kind of grew up poor, and her parents aren't really there for her in a whole lot of ways, so, yeah. Now, uh, Kimberly. Uh, so my character's name is Kimberly. <clears throat> Specifically not Kim, it's Kimberly. Uh, she's the popular kid, and I have to talk about her with this inflection, or else it just doesn't vibe. Uh, she's 14, and she is probably five foot even on a good day. And uh, Does it fluctuate? It does. She is she wears, like an accordion? She is like, <laughs> well, so here's the thing. Her uh, pride is that she can get around anybody. She is very ambitious. She wants to make it big some way, somehow. And uh, specifically through Broadway and mm. musical theater and who knows, fame. Uh, so she's the sort of person, yeah, she's little tiny petite brunette with gray eyes uh, that turn into dinner plates and can become very uh, intense when she wants something. Uh, so yes, her height does fluctuate depending on your perception of her. Um, so yes, overwhelmingly self-possessed and uh, kind of a nightmare human uh, with theater uh, affects. Well, say no more. You could have just started with theater, kid. You should have. <laughs> Everyone oh, knows exactly what that means. Some shade. It's universal. <laughs> For a specific subset well, see, of theater kids. The fact that you know these fine, you know, striations in theater kidness. This is the code switching that happens when you then announce you're a theater kid. You have to provide it's like it's like providing your serial number as a prisoner of war. You no, just have no, to say it, and this subset. Exactly. But also it's sort of like that's how you know that we've enhanced quadrant one. Mm. Now we can really get into like what are the numbers on this? Um, on this license plate. <laughs> uh, so, uh, we're going to start a little bit differently because things ended a little bit differently. Now, does anybody remember, again, for the folks at home, uh, only one of you, don't all speak at the same time, uh, what happened at the end of the last game? Because it was not good times. It was not good times. Uh, 
there was a weird confrontation in a field near the loop. Indeed. Uh, wherein we were led by the mailman, uh, his Howl's Moving Castle of a uh, RV finally got a, a chug-in um, for what seemed to be the first time in an eternity. Indeed. And he dragged his entire electric mayhem out into the middle of the field near the loop, where we had a communication with a an AI that had, <coughs> either an AI that had taken on the... Uh, aspects of his late daughter or a uh, ghost in the machine for real. That's right. Um, Is there anything important about this ghost? <laughs> for, <laughs> just in for, terms of relationship. For anyone's purposes. does this ghost love anyone? <laughs> <laughs> uh, this, this ghost turns out to have been a uh, secret love of Kimberly's from uh, theater camp. Mm-hmm. And there was a moment at the end what happened during this moment? Never mind. I'll tell you. She <laughs> sang tell me. a whole song. <laughs> a whole beautiful. song. It was just one verse. No, it was exquisite. I mean, refer back to the... Please put a link below this, <laughs> like back to the timestamp where Kimberly, which is to say Laura... Uh, said that she was I don't mean to go so hard on you. Um, it's only because I like you. Just and please because- turn this off and go <laughs> yes. back. Well, no. oh, yeah. The previous episode was great. Watch it now, and we will sit yeah, we'll, we'll in sit here silence. And wait. You know, like, we should just wait for you to get no, back. No, we'll run this feed live <laughs> while you do that. We'll check our phones. Uh, no, it's my my circle always. It's like uh, Dan over at Two Beers that we worked on with Signing Bonus, right? Like. My circle involves a non-trivial, Pat Rothfuss, a non-trivial percentage uh, of individuals for whom pretending to be other individuals is a non-trivial percent of their identity. Now, uh, so knowing what happened last time, it's vitally important. One of the last things you saw uh, was all the, tr- all the vans, all the trucks, maybe every truck and van, uh, every black truck and van, Although it's possible if you were to look close, there might have been the occasional gray. Uh, maybe that's all that was available. I do remember being shot at. Yes. Right. There yes. was a lot of that. And in fact, you saw uh, the mailman uh, take a couple and uh, hit the ground. Although knowing the mailman, uh, certainly knowing him as long as you have, this is precisely the sort of thing that he might expect this outcome is more or less... I mean, he's worked his entire life to arrive at that specific uh, juncture. Some say that he's finally <laughs> yeah, reached... Yeah. This is his apotheosis. <laughs> apotheosis now. Um, so he... Uh, you, you see that. That is more or less uh, the last thing that you remember. The new piece of information that you have, obviously... And it's a very exciting time for any student. Um, it's a new year uh, at high school. Uh, the AV club, obviously the portables, uh, the levy for the expansion of the school did not pass. <laughs> and so uh, that means that a lot of people are attending school in what is, a function, in what is functionally uh, corrugated steel boxes that have been installed where the teacher's parking used to be. Uh, the teachers now park over near the gym, and we all know what a problem that can be, certainly when it's time to leave at the end of the day. Uh, they, are not, they are not primary spaces. Let's be clear about that. And they're not, marked indis- they're not marked specifically, which means that they are, even now, uh, just parked in the gap-tooth spaces available from the students. It's a gigantic problem. You will no doubt see it in the newsletter. Um, 
and uh, Mr. Miller is seated uh, at the computer, and uh, he is almost entirely still, and there are pronounced, you would say, more than you recall, more than you remember, gray stripes uh, have sort of begun to swim uh, along the sides of his dark hair. Um, and it, you, you feel like maybe even while you were watching him, these, uh, these sort of gray, uh, partitions threaten to overtake, uh, the rest of his, uh, youth. You don't know, uh, you don't know if his tryst that he has with another teacher is going to survive, um, if the hair color is a problem. Um, but he is he is sort of looking down at the keyboard, but his hands are in his lap. And it has been, you would say, eight minutes. So this is the beginning of the club meeting? <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> We're just at our desks? Yeah, you're just at yeah, wherever you sit. So you know how it is, it's like whenever... Whenever uh, a photograph or whenever that still frame would be taken for a, um, like a sitcom or whatever, mm -hmm. it's like everybody's sort of in their maximally characterful uh, pose. I mean, some people might be, uh, you know, draped over a partition. Uh, you know, some are sitting, no doubt, uh, the uh, technical manuals uh, that you have read more than once. Uh, but it never hurts to brush up. Um, that is the that is the situation. It's essentially like the DVD cover for... Oh, you know what it isn't? No, it isn't the DVD cover. It's that shot that's in the upper left-hand corner on the back of the DVD box. Yes. A right? scene that we're pretty sure doesn't even happen in the movie. Oh, yeah. no, no. This is absolutely 100% staged, but everyone... You'll be happy to know, Kimberly, that you look marvelous. Oh, thank God. Yeah. So about minute four, I decided that this would be some pretty good content, and I wanted to get more of like a time-lapse thing, but I thought, no, let's, let's go more dramatic. So I very slowly take out my camera at, at minute four, and I just very slowly zoom in on his face, just very slowly for about always, a couple minutes. Always collecting that B-roll. You would have to... <clears throat> you think that you'd have to be closer than you are to even detect his breath. He is almost, he is essentially uh, like, a, like, like a pinata. He's just sort of still and empty, uh, seated at the computer that was so difficult to secure. Does your camera have sufficient zoom, or are you moving <laughs> forward? I, I would. Depth? You are the, I think you're the I'm tracking shot. I am the tracking shot. And then, like, I realized I really need to get up in there. So I kind of go to the side of the desk and I kneel down and I get even closer. And at this point, I'm like two feet from him. Yeah. And is this piece called just obsolescence? I think it's the, the new abstract art piece of the century. Yeah, it's going to be fantastic. Yeah, thank you. He, it's a low uh, but audible here inside uh, the close walls of the portable. He says, kids, what have you learned in this class? And he has not looked up. 
Uh, who have you learned to be? We've learned to I don't be audio want, visual. I don't want Betty's answer first. I want to. <laughs> I need another answer so that I can be ready for Betty's answer. I understand. He laughs. Turn the page. He just... He, <laughs> he, he chuckles to himself a couple times. Mirthlessly. And it's it's like the... It's just like the rattle of a truck, like going too fast uh, over a speed bump. It's just... It is the... It is the sound of a broken person. I respond with... Um... Well, I think we can all say that things are pretty different from this time last year. <clears throat> Kimberly is super not paying attention. She's just looking yeah. out the window. Yeah. He says, well, so what do you think it is, Betty? Um, we've learned to uh, be good friends, stick up for each other. To, I've learned elements of, of audio, of, of visuals, <laughs> and, you know, forged, forged strong bonds that would, uh, you know, prohibit, for instance, knocking or in any way being a grass. Uh, that would obviously would go, go without saying that such a strong group would certainly have those kinds of principles. I have learned all of your names, and I will hold them in my heart forever. <coughs> he says, I, I hope you're not the only one that learned those things. I mean, I already knew not to be a grass. He says, you're going to need that you're going to need a lot of that for what comes next and he he sort of stands up and there's a little squeak um, uh, as the feet god only knows how long this chair has been in service uh there's a squeak as the tiny feet of the chair uh, are forced back uh by his rising from it and he says, I, I can't do this anymore. And I'm not going to do it. And then he looks around the room at certain, like, certain specific, like he's looking for a specific constellation. And he says, do you hear me? I'm not going to fucking do it anymore. <clears throat> do and, what? Uh, he says, you need to get out. <clears throat> Every one of you, you need to get out. Betty, <clears throat> and as he says this, uh, the windows around the portable shatter inward, and he is rocked from multiple angles by staccato bursts of gunfire. He slumps forward and slides off of the computer, which Timo, you recognize instantaneously, is just a shell. It's 
a prop. And as he falls over and slumps off, um, he reaches out for your pant leg and begins to tug. I'm doing it in real in the real world. <laughs> begins to tug on the pant leg, and Kiko doesn't like it. He doesn't like to be touched. Uh, but I'm trying to communicate something important. Um, and uh, you smell it first, Snap. There is a uh, almost like a a burning, like a tangy burning sensation in your nostrils. And it looks like the room has begun to fill with a kind of haze. I'm going to yell, get out. Yeah. And, and c- cover your mouth, right? Because <clears throat> yeah. like, that's all we can do at this Yeah, point. I just swing the door open. and <clears throat> Kimberly has not moved, despite the glass shattering pretty close to her. It's just not moved. It's just been staring. And, like, you're not really sure what... <laughs> She needs, but is just, right now. Yeah, pretty pretty much is just like there's shards of glass in her hair, and she's just not responding. That is a fucking incredible image. Okay. Did you notice uh, it at all? No, nah, there's a lot like, here. Grabs you by the arm and like yeah, to and she out. staggers out, just sort of like all right. Does he got his death on camera? Yeah. It's a snuff film now. <laughs> yeah, that's on your conscience. You live with that forever. Okay, so you're watching it through this. Shit. You're almost certainly seeing it through that. As opposed to the rest of your friends, you see it captured on the Super 8. Was there blood? Like Yes. Okay. It's extremely graphic. He's it very is. he's very peck and paw right now. Yeah. And the, the 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 table in the center that you've seen hundreds of times over the year. Is like is functionally speaking like the seat of his the icon of his teaching uh, status and stature in the center of the room is completely cast out over the uh, over the floor. Why would someone do this to Mr. Miller? I look and see if I can see anyone that shot. Like yeah, I was going to say so, yeah. So you see uh, faces outside the window. You see like glints off of what looks like uh, goggles. But even as, you, uh, even as you sort of catch them out there, you're starting to lose, and this goes for every person at the table except me. I, I still have it. Um, you are starting to lose like sensation in the tips of your mm-hmm. fingers. Okay. Uh, and even, even, staying, even standing is, uh, is difficult. We're just going to go around at this moment and just so that we can render this, because of course this is taking place over the course of like six seconds, right? Mm-hmm. Right. But I want everybody, I just want to know what every individual person is doing in this moment for the movie, right? So I'm going to start with, with Kimberly, who I think has already delivered something really legitimately scary. Um, if, there's a, if there's a thing you want to embroider, we'll move over to Sneezy E. <laughs> what a... That's, I'm sorry, I think I was about, but I'm not distracted <laughs> by whatever this appellation is. Oh, I love it's it. The, it's, it's this the, appellation Welcome to the Appalachian Trail. Oh. That's me. Yeah. Uh, shit. No, please come back to me. <laughs> yeah, I literally right. rocked no, my no, no, the, the, sun, the sun is good. Yeah. Like, yeah. honestly, like, it's perfect. Here, so snap. So you're, so you yeah. called out, you're like, you're like, uh, you've, you've, you've looked out and you've seen this. I mean, I'll, I'll deliver any other yeah. information you want. So it's like, you're seeing these, like, multiple sort of circular glints 
right. almost like dancing in a strange forest outside these windows. Right. So I, I, I think Ginger, like the beginning of class was like full, like barely even sitting in her chair, like so low. And then as soon as everything happened, she shot up uh, and swung the door open, grabbed Kimberly, pulled her outside, saw these glints, um, and said, wait, so it, I see it through the window? Is yeah, exactly. Saying? Yeah, you haven't gotten out yet. Okay. So um, I want to go outside, and I just want to take a closer look um, uh, real quick before yeah. I... I so so, so, so you, you go over, and you, you go to open the door? Yes. And it is absolutely uh, frozen. Even the, even the handle doesn't turn. That isn't to say that you can't try to get out. Right. Um, I'm just letting you know that what... The state of play is for this diorama yeah. uh, that this scene is occurring in. Uh, oh my god! Okay, so I stayed. I guess um, so. I try to open the door and I can't, and so I like ram it one more time. And if it still doesn't open, I'm gonna try to like force it. Force it. Absolutely. Yeah. Let's do it. Okay. Let, let, let's let's roll dice. Cool. So this is a body, and I have nothing. Yeah, this okay, is this is this is, this is body force. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, no, I fail. Okay, so which is frankly incredible. You throw your full weight against it, right? And it's as though it is not a door. Okay, I say, uh, Timo, help me! Help me open the door. <clears throat> Nice. Just pass it right along. That's right. So, bring it back a little bit. Yeah. Um, so yeah, there's glass on the book, like on the plastic sh- uh, covers that hold the pages of the manual. So going back to the shooting. Yes. <laughs> um, you mentioned that I noticed that the computer is. Basically, False. a dummy. Dummy. It's like um, it's like the computer you would see like at Sears. Oh yes. On the pretend desk. Gosh, um, do that. Yeah. Uh, are any other, uh, you know, stuff happening? Uh, like obviously, there's going to be shelves and uh, stuff in the back of the class. But is there anything else that looks amiss or weird, like it's staged? Uh, so yeah, so as this is happening, so as you're, as you are, uh, looking around, um, there is uh, a reel to reel that is not fed. I mean, it, it does not pass mm-hmm. scrutiny, right? Okay. Um, uh, so you said that the windows blew in. Uh, where are the windows exactly? Uh, they're they're, 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 they're sort of situated. There's there's again in, in the portables. Mm-hmm. The, the levee didn't pass. Yeah, but uh, there's a, there's a, as we described before. There mm-hmm. is like a uh, there's windows sort of uh, in the upper middle of the walls uh, on each side, mm-hmm. uh, and then there's two there's two windows on on the side with the door, and three on the other side. Okay, so. Every wall has a window yes. in it. Okay. Uh, and you said there's glinting. There is. Uh, how far can we judge distance where that glinting is uh, in relation to the windows? <clears throat> so if you look out and see that, mm-hmm. you can also, it's like as you uh, look out uh, in, the, uh, in the moments after, you think you can hear other sounds outside, mechanical hissing, mm-hmm. 
uh, things of that kind, but they might be perhaps 15, 20 feet outside and moving quickly. Okay, so it would be fair to say that the windows are not a recommended uh, option for egress. Uh, no, it, it's, yeah. they, it, it's, it looks, this is, in every aspect of this is we are effed. choreographed. Okay, um, so everything's happening. I always have uh, Betty out of the corner of my eye just yeah, because you, you have to. Because mm-hmm. I have to because someone has to. <clears throat> um, so what is Betty doing? So uh, Betty has uh, thrown herself onto Jeremy the pig and is operating as a human shield as best she can. Uh, she's also burst into tears. Okay. Uh, for the first time. Full protection. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. Full pig protection. And she's just saying... You've got the pig protection plan. She's she's trying to say, without sounding like she's crying, don't let them take Jeremy. Right. And so she, may, she may be considering where she's going to hide him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this is the first time Betty has actually been a little girl. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you see, you're seeing it now. The artifice of, of Betty's persona <laughs> has dropped. Okay. Um... <clears throat> Obviously, controlled burns are a thing in in uh, working on the fields. So yeah. uh, I take my right up, right up to my nose, um, and I make my way towards Betty uh, to sort of push her towards the door, um, and then I uh, attempt to help uh, snap. I love it. Go ahead with, and hit uh, it. with another hit. <clears throat> uh, so my stats for body are good. Uh, so is this force? Yeah, this is body force. So I'm going to need eight dice. Oof. Wow. Wow, that is impressive. Well, it, it's, it's, it's it's working super hard all the time. Strong yeah, like lion. Yeah. Uh, two, nice. two successes. <clears throat> so it bangs through on the hinge mm-hmm. and uh, like violently uh, shifts the wall forward you think that one more one more good push would probably allow an exit okay um can i coordinate with uh snap to get one big final push uh or would we need another person i like we need another person <clears throat> i think at this point it's mm-hmm. got to be passed down the chain okay. just for the purposes of the gotcha. of how it's being filmed mm-hmm. right uh so who who would be more appropriate than me um, yeah, so, uh, so rewind. Drop the damn camera and help us! <laughs> rewind a little bit, and, yeah. um, so I'm crouched next to Mr. Miller. Um, no, it, it, exactly, and he's, he's just sort of mutely moving his mouth. Yeah, and, uh, and then he gets shot, and, um, and all of this is on camera, and, uh, and as he falls, I stare at him, and then that's get, when the smoke comes in. It, yeah. Um, and then I yell, okay, everyone get out. But I'm still looking through the camera, and, right. and I'm going to approach his body. Jesus. And, um, and Macabre. Dedication. And, yeah, I was just going to say commit, I guess. Well, like, and I'm, not, I'm not necessarily getting it for the shot. It's just more of, like, that's my reaction. Yeah, you're just surprised. Yeah. 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 Um, and uh, I, I kind of move him a little bit, just because, I, like, that's my way of making sure. Um, There's, and, a, like, a, a high staccato wheeze. Uh, as you try to shift him on the ground, um, I, I say, "Sorry, uh, are is is there anything we can do to help you?" 
he is not that's that's not the sort of conversation you can yeah have i mean that, that's all i ask no no no. i love it though i think it's i don't exactly know what right. else to say and um <clears throat> is there anything that he would always have on his person that was like kind of near and dear to him that we could always tell that he would like fiddle with or anything oh absolutely there's he he definitely in his left pocket has a, a small solar calculator okay um i'm going to uh reach into his pocket and grab and and grab that, and I'll just say like. I'm gonna rob a dead man. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, I'm gonna say like the body, and I'm gonna sell it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna, gonna go to a pawn shop. <laughs> Immediately. Uh, <laughs> Next scene. Um and and. Uh, <laughs> and yeah. I'm gonna say to him, um, uh, you've no idea how much you've meant to me, and um, and uh, at that point I am. I, I forget to turn off the camera, so I think yeah. just whatever I do, it's just gonna it's gonna be all over the place, like a shaky cam kind of sort of thing. I love it. And um, my my first question is: Are there any closets in this room? Uh, yeah, yeah. There's a sort of uh, general purpose uh, closet in the back that includes a few extra uh, a few extra cassette tapes, like blank cassette tapes. Okay. Uh, a lot of blank VHS. A few full VHS. Okay. There's a sort of like dog's breakfast of okay. stuff in a back. Would there be anything yeah. in there that we could like help pry the, the door open? Interesting. Well, here. So, so let's, let's open it up. Mm-hmm. Open it up. <clears throat> you swing that handle down. Pull it out uh, as you have so many times before. Let's just look in here and see if there's anything that might work. Solid tripod. Um, mm. Yeah, solid yeah. tripod. There are also something that might work you think in the fraction of a second that you have to look is that there's actually uh, many of these things are contained within um, very thin metal bookends that you think that you could produce at a moment's notice and use as a wedge. Okay. Um, so I'm just going to grab basically whatever I can in those things and uh, I'm going to run over and I'm going to say, um, <clears throat> and this is right after you've attempted um, to burst through it again, I'm going to say let's let's wedge this open um, with whatever we possibly can. So I'm going to throw all of the the equipment to you guys, and we can start working on that. Absolutely. So you so you toss that across the room, mm-hmm. uh, and they grab it and uh, sort of jam it into uh, where the lock is, fish it in there, and work it in good. Uh, Miss Swallox, mm-hmm. there is the moment of alarm uh and the like sharp sensation of the moment that you're in uh bodily protecting this creature that moment is gone and it is replaced by a calculating <clears throat> animal instinct to leave okay so i'm going to Try and, like, how big is Jeremy gotten by this point? This is the sort of pig that you can keep legally as a pet Mm -hmm. around here, even in Spokane. Yeah. Um, If you're trying to say that you would like to use your pet as a battering ram. No. uh, I I, I won't allow it. Well, now that's what I'm saying. Um, (laughs) That's a great idea. uh, What I want to make sure that you understand is that Jeremy does not have his own character sheet. (laughs) Okay. So he doesn't constitute an extra turn for you, but he could be used as a tool. (laughs) Betty is trying to move him towards the door, and she shouts shouts for Andrew. 
which is the name of her blink dog. Uh, and she doesn't know if Andrew will be able to tell her distress, but she just starts screaming Andrew and she tries and I tries to help open the door if exactly. she can. I love now it. she's so, let herself in and out of this locked room yeah. on countless occasions. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So uh, so what is your uh, what is your how are you trying to do it? Um, let me know and then we'll know what you need to do. I would say she's she's just trying to uh, she's probably trying to open the lock. Exactly. So the th- problem is the lock, right? Exactly. So this is actually going to be more of a... This is, I mean... I would... I would do they... Could possibly call this force. Yeah, I was just going to say, what's your pool for that? Let's uh, figure that will be right eight call. dice. You, you, force is a lot of dice, dude. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's... Eight dice is about as good as you're going to get. I and mean, what's your sneak? Uh, my sneak is five. Yeah. I, I think at this point, with this... With the jar loosened, as they say... Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I I think that's your optimal okay your optimal play. So in this moment, you make a call. So roll those dice, and I'll tell you what okay. happens next. Can you hand me uh, an, an, can you, can an you enormous me a number of dice full of dice? Oh, I love these big chunguses. They're so fun. One. It's an interesting way to roll. Yeah, I, know, I love right? it so much. Hey. Yay! Oh. Even more oh. excited than usual. Hey. Yes. Oh. oh. <laughs> right. Well, that, she gets a success. Exactly. So that success, coupled with the uh, tireless, dutiful efforts uh, of your friends, um, is sufficient to push through. And it's it's clear, just in the substrate between this door and the side, this may not even be. You have an intimate awareness of the mechanism of this door. This is not the door. So this is, yeah, this we're is, not in this, a real place. No, no, this, is a, this looks for all the world like a set. Now, can Betty remember how she got here? No, uh, but we'll go into this. So uh, you push your way out, and what you see outside is uh, almost perfect uh, darkness. Uh, there's the glints that I suggested before of the... Uh, of a goggle, you can hear like a hiss coming from their faces, and uh, as you so as you get outside, uh, you hear the sound like a slight pressure wave uh, against the eardrum uh, that you associate with Andrew's arrival, mm-hmm. and when that happens, uh, this wall of of terror moving toward the door gets split in two groups. One to contend with this new force um, and a deeply diminished force uh, coming for uh, Betty. Um, We will now change scenes. We're going to go to the next scene. Are you ready? No, but... (laughs) I think the only thing Kimberly does when we get out is just yeah. stare at the darkness. And I was just going to say, and so now the door has opened. The door is open. And it's, it's, it's like at some level, uh, there's just that human fear that there's just nothing but darkness outside. And so maybe Kimberly turns her head slowly toward the door as it opens. Yeah. And it's just as you secretly suspected. Yeah. There is nothing. Well, and all she does is sort of look at it and kind of do like a weird, like, and say blackout. 
I like the idea that the final shot is like a zoom out into the darkness, but you can just see the door and all of our faces just yeah. <coughs> yeah. peering yeah. out of and the door. Well, yeah, this is this is very tasteful filmmaking, Nick. Of course, um, <laughs> but but yeah, it, sh- it should be like that. So so you look out and there's a, like a wry smile mm. blackout, and then as the camera pulls away, like as though like a tracked yeah. shot. Mm. Exactly. This is the as the the AV. Uh, portable uh, sort of recedes into the darkness. It's the only lit up thing in an entire hangar of darkness. Uh, next scene. Are we ready? Mm. Uh, Temo, you hear, and, and uh, obviously it's unfortunate. Um, I, I have bad news for you. Um, it, the, your alarm is going off and it's not going to stop itself. You you know yourself better than this. The alarm is is across the room, uh, on a shelf. There is a book on top of it that must be removed uh, before you can turn it off. You're someone who needs sleep. You're a growing boy, um, but you know yourself better than to allow a common uh, alarm to uh, support you in this way. All right. Well, that was neat. Uh, <laughs> Definitely shake my head, and then uh, get up and turn off the alarm. So when you wake up and try to, uh, you, you rouse yourself and mm-hmm. try to move, there is a sharp pain in your, uh, like in the in the crease of your left elbow, mm-hmm. and it is not your alarm at all. That uh, you are in a room uh, absolutely dominated by. Uh, sterile, almost blue light, and the beeping is a range of machines um, attached to uh, yourself, attached to Snap, uh, attached to Mick, attached to Kimberly, mm-hmm. um, and uh, you are the only one in here that is awake. <coughs> Uh, what's the size of the room, roughly? <clears throat> the size of the room is approximately uh, maybe 30 by 50. Uh, you think that this room could accommodate a lot more. Okay. Uh, but it is not purpose-built in any way for this. So are we, like, how are we positioned? Are we upright? Or rows. We... Just, like, rows seated up. Sort okay. of at a forty-five degree angle, um, with uh, like unpleasantly long uh, intravenous needles hanging from bags, uh, and you note that your bag is empty. Hmm. Hmm. And I assume everyone else's bags appear to be okay filled. Plump. <laughs> Too much, if anything. <laughs> Okay, is anything recognizable? I mean, does this look like a regular, you know, uh, hospital room? Or Yeah, it looks it looks as though it is a hospital room. Okay. Like so this, this doesn't cold look... Light, you spent time, obviously, yeah, yeah. after your father got hurt, yeah. you spent time in a room very much like this, except okay. at that time, people came in with uh, clipboards mm-hmm. uh, and were kind. <laughs> uh, one of them even knew Spanish. Okay. Which was nice. Um, what am I dressed in? Uh, you are dressed in a uh, an off-white smock. Nothing else? Nothing else. Okay. 
Uh, hmm. <laughs> All right. So, well, how am I? How am I? What are my bindings? What are those? Look you like? appear to be bound by this drug. Oh, which has so run out. I'm not. You I'm are not. not. Uh, okay. Uh, I start by taking out the IV. It is, as I suggested before, unpleasantly long. Hmm. Yuck. You gotta, I gotta do it. <laughs> yeah, I don't like it. That's, I, like, that's my fear. Yeah. And so, <laughs> so, um, you're so, so now everyone has to live in my mind. <laughs> uh, no, but uh, the, the beeping is just sort of like echoing and bouncing around the room. Does removing this IV give me a condition? Uh, this, yeah, let's say that this has actually made you, uh, which one do you want, brother? You want, <laughs> it can't be broken, because you only get yeah. broken after the rest, and it's okay. not a true injury, but I think upset or scared are probably reasonable okay. for this. I will say... I mean, I'm upset. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a, a real I'm person. Not real, <laughs> I'm not even there. I will say upset then. Absolutely. Um... <clears throat> So who's closest to me? Uh, for your purposes, mm-hmm. uh, your side of the room has... Uh, let's just do it exactly like the table. Okay. Just for our purpose. Now you are closest to the far wall mm-hmm. where a bank of um, cinematically uh, ordained technology um, even now uh, sort of uh, tweets and uh, chirps in its way. Uh, do I There's a range of lights. Anything that could be remotely, visually, you know, look similar to a camera positioned anywhere in this room. Um, you <clears throat> think that there is almost certainly... Some sort of surveillance. You would be okay. shocked as hell um, if there weren't cameras in here, mm-hmm. but they are not visible to you. Okay. Probably should have done that check before I tried to... I, w- I will tell you this. Um, I will tell you this. The what you're seeing on this opposite uh, in this bank of technology is radically unlike anything you've mm-hmm. seen before. You think about the type of shit that Mr. Miller, obviously, God rest his soul, was excited about. Mm-hmm. You've never seen anything like this. How thin. Um, how compact the keyboard. There is a, uh, a mouse snaking out of the side of the box uh, on a little pad designed to ease its movement. Like this is, as, this is ridiculous. <laughs> this is science as, fiction. Yes, as much as that would probably attract uh, Temo on a normal <clears throat> day, um, it really seems like the first thing that he would do would try to free everybody first. Uh, before investigating, which, you know, as a kid, may not be the correct <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, tactical solution, but that's what I'm going to do. So, mm-hmm. um, understandably, removing these IVs is super not great, so I'm just going to do that for them. and <laughs> Just, pull it, just, just yeah. go through and start pulling them out? Yeah, just start pulling them out. Um, it's very yucky. Um, uh um, as you as you get out, as you pull, so you're gonna who's you gonna pull the closest one? Closest one. So, so you Mick. pull, uh, you pull mix, mm-hmm. uh, you you pull the needle out, mm-hmm. and it takes 
from your perspective at that time, it takes approximately 10,000 years. Oh, yeah, this is fucked up. I love this. This is legitimate <laughs> hell. This is the um, And then you start, and then as you do that, mm-hmm. um, the, the blue sterile light every three to four seconds is interspersed with a red flash. Okay. That then returns back. Mm-hmm. And you start to hear uh, the computer in the back of the room begins to chirp uh, even more audibly. Okay. Um, With intensity. There are two Altec lensing speakers. <laughs> it has a subwoofer. <laughs> it doesn't have a subwoofer. They didn't spend that. It's a CD-ROM dry. It yeah. has a tray. <laughs> no, it has the... Uh, it has the cup holder. Does it have <laughs> Uh, how long does it take for Mick to come around? Uh, you pull it, and she hasn't... It's not instantaneous by any okay. means. All right, well, sort of ch- uh, change of plans then, I guess, because uh, it sounds like the alarms are, are going off. So, um, probably... We're all counting on you. I'll probably do Betty last. Oh. Yeah. Are you doing? Too. Are you doing Betty lost or Patrick lost? Why can't it be both? Honestly, I can be first. I do Betty first. She's gonna clamber around and fuck shit up, <coughs> steal all equipment. It is absolutely vital. I never said that Betty's in this room. Oh shit! That is true. I never once oh, said that. I noticed that and then forgot. Mm-hmm. Betty's not in this room. Yeah. Okay. Oh, shit. No, that's not this kind of movie. Well, <laughs> this movie has hijinks. And that, makes, and that makes my job much easier. Um, I will wait for Mick to come around and go investigate the okay. equipment. So, uh, when you come to Mick, you at first you sort of feel like there's a like a shadowed rim around your awareness that you're out of sorts enough to feel like is a stylistic choice. <laughs> like, as you start to look around, you just think you're filming. Hmm. Um, but then you the realization that you are not, in fact, filming, that you are, in fact, looking in a room you've never been in uh, with people that you know, but in under conditions that you don't remember entering, mm-hmm. uh, that is the moment that you have against this bed. Okay. Um, I, I, do I see Temo pretty quickly? Yeah, Temo's up. Okay. Temo is actually, so, you, Temo is in the back of the, you can see that he's like, you can sort of hear the slap of his bare feet against the tile floor as he heads to the back of the room. So um, I, I look over and I see the two of you laying there. Um, and and I, I look back to Temo and say, and, and I'm like kind of slurred. Mm-hmm. Um, so I say, Temo, what's going on? Where are we? I don't know yet, but I need to. I need to. I need to turn off this alarm. Okay, <laughs> should I just should I stay here? As soon as you're ready, um, wake them up. Okay. <clears throat> so I think I'm gonna try to get up, but I'm just gonna. I think I'm still so groggy because I really yeah. haven't given myself mm-hmm. any time to to uh, guess like reconfigure my brain. And, the, and these these beds, it should be said, are. Designed for the convenience of the people who change these bags. So you're high. Not, 
You are high up. Okay, so I'm gonna. I guess kick, just you, like you have to kick your little hobbit legs off this thing, <laughs> and then and then functionally speaking, flow down. Oh my god! And it's not that oh, graceful day, at all. Yeah. So instead, no, 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 I just go ahead. Just please, just give me a body roll. Okay. Roll this is not gonna be good. <laughs> no, but it's better. Uh, you is it gonna be a, a move? No, just body. Just body. Just the stat. Dang. Okay. Any penalty for? No, no, no. I'm not. I'm, I'm not giving her a skill. Who side do you want? <laughs> nah, you I am done So you slide off, and then uh, hit your forehead against oh the side of Temo's bed. Why my forehead? Jerry? Well, and then it doesn't. Uh, the wheels are clearly locked. So this is. It is not giving at all. You c- you hit your head hard on. Oh uh, no. I realize now why you we'll made right us do this out. survey about <laughs> what our fears were. Well, I'm a mess. I'm passed out. <coughs> bleeding on the floor. So you get back. Nick is dead. You, you get back. Concussions are no joke, you guys! And then it's just like the, the, the screen uh, that you see mm-hmm. is just suffused with an array of uh, like three-dimensional multicolored pipes just manufacturing themselves over and over again until they fill up the screen. Yeah. And then it returns and just continues to cycle through this. But does it ever hit the corner? But does it ever... (laughs) It's never the right color. I press the space bar. You press the space bar and a uh, password uh, a password dialogue comes up. Uh, and the user uh, is already in. There's a mm-hmm. forward slash, and it says uh, MCCA21. Does that have any significance to the time whatsoever? Uh, yeah. Do you want to do you want to rack your brain for it? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, this is this would probably be a uh, right now under these conditions. Yeah. Let's say that it is. Uh, Mind comprehend. That's not great. Just because you're so you're in such a mess right now. Yeah. So um and you want to also try to figure out the password. <laughs> <laughs> not my strong suit. This is only two dice. Whoa. That's amazing. <laughs> but one of them's gonna be a six, Kiko. You're watching right. sneak eyes this. Both of them are gonna be sixes. Is there anything on the desk? Is there any, uh, you know, uh, post-it notes with anything written on it? Scribblings? Oh, for any sort of documentation. Was this user a moron? Yes. Yeah. Is the password right there? Yeah. <laughs> are, you, are you trying to do the password? Are you trying to figure out what what MCC A twenty one? These are two separate things. Yes. I. You know, obviously, if the password's written down, that'd yeah. be pretty obvious. But it seems like it'd be better called trying to figure out what MCAA what that means. Sure. Uh, uh, based on the stuff lying. Is there on the a desk. mug or a paperweight? Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. <laughs> Password. I hate Monday. Uh, 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 no, let's just do the MCCA first. Okay. Uh, I'm just trying to see if there's any way for me to boost this roll by by if there's anything lying. Oh, I know what you're trying to do. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's more fun to have you roll two dice. Yeah. Yeah. It's more fun to have you roll two dice. Yeah. Oh yes. Shit, yes. You. Oh. You know that in the days before, you know that in the days before the loop became such a fixture in popular culture and in local industry, local economy. Um, you know that it was called uh, the magnetocircular channel amplifier. 
Is this X-Man? <laughs> Sorry, this let's be providing yeah. your inner monologue. Yeah, exactly. yeah. That's, that's, it was, yeah, it was, Emma just goes. <laughs> the Magneto was. I'm psychic now. Yeah. <laughs> the Magneto. Magneto circular. Circular. Channel amplifier. Sort of before, you know, before, you know, Johnny Ive or whatever came yeah. in to put their stamp on it, you know, before the Atari Eidolon game system, there was the MCCA. Okay. Um, and the username is MCCA21. 21. 21. Um. <laughs> uh, does that help me at all with the password? Uh, I know what <clears throat> Yeah. So, I mean, no. Yeah. <laughs> that doesn't. Yeah. Uh, and even if it did, there's yeah. apparently 21 distinct, at least 21 distinct oh, okay. user IDs. Even if you had one of the passwords, there's um, no guarantee. Right. So, but but just tell me what it looks like on your face. Like here is this screen. Mm-hmm. We, 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 have, we have to have the screen. We have to have the screen where Temo's face is like over the the uh, password screen, right? Yeah. Um, and so there's recognition, and the username, yeah. the the abbreviation means something. And then so it's just completely still, and it's just eyes going back and forth <laughs> like this. <laughs> just that's how Temo thinks. Yeah. <laughs> Darting um, back and forth. Uh, <laughs> So uh, Tamo does remember that um, the mailman was involved in some shit. Yes, um, he was. Uh, as his eyes move back and forth to the edges of the monitor, uh, he takes a better look at the equipment um, and uh, sees if he recognizes any mechanisms uh, that are familiar to him. Absolutely. Well, it's, uh, it's from the radio array on top of the. Interesting. Um, um, you think so? If you if you look closely at these, if you look closely at these arrays, mm-hmm. um, they're clearly mounted on uh, steel racks. Each individual piece of technology is a, like a like a uniquely separately bolted chunk. You know, anywhere from a full foot, you know, to a quarter of that. The racks themselves aren't a contiguous piece of technology, but are in fact made up of a variety of banks. Mm-hmm. And you know that you have seen at least one of these in his trailer, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but as you look over to it, you can also, it's like as you're looking through it, uh, it's clear that some of these are uh, sort of nestled within the rest of the blinking lights, you know, uh, cinema technology experience. <laughs> uh, there are dark, uh, sort of dark squares mm-hmm. placed at uh, not fully regular intervals. It looks random, but they're almost certainly a part of this system. And then on each of these, as you're as you're looking over, on each of these, they start to blink on one at a time, and it is an image of you at the computers, looking at the screens. And uh, as you sort of groggily come to and you look back and see Temo, you can see that 
uh, Temos have begun to appear all over this wall. Um, and that is the moment that the door bursts open and a sequence of, of brutal black-clad figures come in to secure the room. Scene change. Goddamn. Uh, Mick, <laughs> you are, your head is absolutely pounding. Um, but when, you, when it occurs to you to be conscious of your surroundings, you are uh, s- seated upright um, on one side of a stainless steel table. Okay. Am I, are my hands they bound are or not. anything? No, in fact, they are uh, cuffed both to each other. Okay. Um, and there is a loop of chain underneath them that connects some, at some invisible point okay. beneath the table. Um, I imagine I'm pretty groggy still. Um, As, well, yeah, I mean, you'd so, be groggy anyway. Yeah. But this concussion something, like came really... loose, something came loose in your head. Like it was, the, the contact was profound. Okay. Um, so I'm just going to kind of pull my, my hands up towards me. Yeah, you can, you can hear and feel the chain uh, rubbing up against a ring or something underneath it. And then you can get it about this far. Okay, um, and I haven't even looked up yet, and then I'm just going to lower my hands and and look up to the room around me and kind of <coughs> kind of sway my head around to yeah. see if I can yeah, if there's ab- anyone there. Absolutely, it's mostly nondescript. There is a uh, a kind of screen, like a projection screen that takes up one wall. Uh, it's like like a like a theater screen, but small and sort of pulled down, and it's just just a waiting signal. Uh, on the right side of the table is a box that you recognize. What would you have written on the side of the box you keep your film canisters in? Um, oh, because uh, it's going to be something. So, so my my anchor is my neighbor, yeah, um, who is uh, James H. Brown the Third, who was an AD to Alfred Hitchcock. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, and uh, and I would have put um, property of James H. Brown the Fourth, and and I would have always looked at that and thinking like, yeah, I'm the next one. Yeah, That's it me. says it, it says that on the side of this box, um, like a deeply. Um, inedible, edible bouquet. They're sort of poking up from the top. It's like the film version of a cornucopia. Hmm. Um, uh, the door, uh, there's a click as the door opens uh, behind you, and you look back and you can see a door along with a uh, what looks like a, a three-by-four silver mirror uh, built directly into the wall. Okay. Uh, and uh, the man comes in. He's dressed uh, in a simple, sharp, gray suit. Uh, you think that he has chosen this tie to appeal to the youth? <laughs> um, it has a sequence of vertical stripes. Uh, all I'm going to say is, you think it's fun to bully kids? Because I don't. <laughs> and then I'm going to chuckle to myself. <laughs> I'm going to go, <laughs> 
I'm so out of it. Got him. He says, you know, Michelle, May. Thank you. You know, I'm a bit of a filmmaker myself. Are you just? Yeah, and I'm going to kind of fiddle around with mine. <clears throat> and then projected, he is now around the front of the table. And his uh, hands are placed on it. But the projection catches both him and the screen behind him. And it is your own house. I say, are, is, is my, are my parents okay? He's like, oh, I like this part. And there is, you can see a window slide open. And you can see a girl uh, creep out of a window with a pig under her arm. Uh, and then sort of crawl away out of frame. What have you done with her? Uh, the, uh, before the film strip, uh, before the film reaches its conclusion, um, you can see steam on a bathroom window and a silhouette behind it. And that's when he chooses to shut it down. And he says, listen, I have a lot of other movies. Are you, you like some kind of creep? Because I, I don't... Why are you doing this? Creep would be a compliment, Mick. For me, creep would be a compliment. He says, I want you to tell me about your dog, Mick. Don't you have a dog? Don't you have a special dog? No. It's not my dog. No? Whose dog is it? It's my sister's dog. You don't have a sister. So let's Aww. talk about <laughs> This is the best movie of all time. <laughs> he, he, says, he says, yeah, so you don't have one. What you do have is a Soviet bioweapon. Are these words too big for you, Mick? She's a person. Don't objectify her. <laughs> he says, Yay. He says, so you're not, you're not familiar at all with... Operation Werewolf, uh, you never secreted away, you never sequestered any uh, Russian... Uh, oh, you're going to tell me there's an Operation Vampire and Operation Zombie as well? Very funny. How long do you think you've been here, Mick? Why don't you just tell me? Stop asking questions. I like it better this way. He picks up his folder, opens the door, and leaves. Next scene. Damn it. Ginger ah. snap. <laughs> Ginger snap. Yeah. Uh, you are uh, in a small, uh, dim room, and you are seated across from Harvey. Okay. Uh, Harvey is handcuffed at the wrists. Uh, and these handcuffs are connected to the chair that he is sitting in. His head is completely shaven. And his left eye is black. Okay. Um, I say, Harvey, is that you? Harvey? What are you doing here? Actually, what am I doing here? Yeah. <clears throat> he, uh, he says... Why do they think you know stuff, Snap? 
Like what kind of stuff? Why do they think that you know stuff? Dude, I don't know. I I don't know. I, I, he's I don't like, know. He's, he's like, I don't know any stuff. And they think that I know the stuff that you know, and I don't know any of it. Well, I don't know why they, I don't know how they got, I don't know anything. His I was just, neck involuntarily sort of twitches hard to the left. And then he's still. Um, is his eyes open? Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, she just like, she just stops. <clears throat> he's like, I don't, they're asking me about some kid named Wyatt. I don't know anybody named Wyatt. Do you know anybody named Wyatt? Who the fuck is Wyatt? Mm, I'm trying to remember, do I know someone named Wyatt? <laughs> yeah, it's even better if you don't. Because it makes, it makes everything that's happening worse. If you actually just forgot, that's better. <laughs> I'm trying to remember. Uh, and she says, I don't, I, I don't think I know something. Sounds familiar. It sounds, maybe someone I know. I, I, I wasn't, I haven't done anything, Harvey. I just, you know, I got involved at this AV club and, you know, like, we just, <clears throat> we've been going on these, We've been doing these things, but it's not it's not bad, you know? We're just kids. I don't... He sort of breathes out through his teeth like... Like something somewhere hurts. And he, he begins to sort of like hum uh, and sing under his breath. And then he just starts to whisper over and over, I feel stupid. Next scene. Uh, <clears throat> who do I hurt next? <laughs> Laura. She's a fucking wreck, man. Laura. Laura. You hurt Laura next, and me never. Laura was just hurt real bad. <laughs> oh, it's fine. Listen, Kimberly needs taken down a peg. All right. <laughs> This is going to be good. She wished someone dead last time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, Temo. Uh, I get hurt again? Yeah. yeah no, I, I have two for you here. I'm, I'm so two. sorry. <laughs> um, you are uh, speaking to uh, a man over a silver table, and it's almost as though you wake up on your side of the table, mm -hmm. and he is already... Uh, like on his side, he is already a sort of flipping through a, a folder. So this is like an interrogation room. Yeah, yeah exactly, stuff. exactly. So you have you, older, Yeah, exactly. One hundred percent. There's no. There's Are we no, still like just hospital gown thing? Yeah, okay. exactly. Your feet, like the floor is like ice, mm -hmm. and uh, he closes his folder and he says, "Temel." So, good news, we have sent your father back to Mexico, and we can do the same for you, uh, but you do need to answer our questions, and you need to answer them truthfully, la verdad, right? 
Do you get it? How do I know he's safe? Well, I can set up a call with him. You can talk to him yourself. But that's not happening until I get what I want. It's like, what can you tell me about James Frazier? What can you tell me about the work that he did in your neighborhood? What can you tell me about the vehicle he drove to the loop? I need to know that my dad's safe. Did James Frazier ever have any contact with a Russian agency? These are the most simple questions I can ask. It doesn't get easier from here, Temo. No habla inglés. Damn! <laughs> he, Fuck, dude! He, he, he stands up away from the chair and he smiles as though this is the best thing that's happened to him all day. Oh no. Next scene. Uh, Betty. Oh no. Okay. No, honestly, this is this is the this is better. <coughs> Betty, you are you actually have something they want. <laughs> you have been <coughs> living in this facility now for four years. Like a rat. Okay. And you know where to go, and you know where not to go, and you know what to do to be safe. Um, you also know that there has been a lot of construction recently, and you have avoided the sections of the ductwork that go into the new place, but you can feel in the duct itself, the cool air with a different scent that is the result of the two buildings, the old building and the new building being joined together. So what have I learned about this facility through my exploration? Do I know? Uh, you, have, you have learned a lot. Ask specific questions, and I'll give you specific Do I know answers. where my friends are being kept? You have not seen them. You have a... So how does, how does Betty keep track of the map? Uh, I imagine she probably has a little hideout somewhere where she is scratching maps onto the wall. So it's like a portal yeah. portal guy type situation? And she's, every time that she uncovers something new, she adds something to this map that is scratched on. <clears throat> exactly. Um, and so it's just your luck that the corner of your map sort of abuts where the new place would be. Mm -hmm. So you have to, whenever you discover something new in the other building, you're going to have to write it on the other side of the crack, which yeah. sucks. Yeah. It's, it's a nightmare. It's a nightmare. Again, optimal. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Again, the form where we filled out our fears, and one of mine was having to extend a map across a corner. Yeah. I'm now realizing I, I should have been less candid. <laughs> Shouldn't have been so specific. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so how how am I 
do do I have a way, a means of escape? Do I know a way out of here? And I haven't, and I haven't gone through it. Or this, is there no this, escape? There is no way that you know of in the facility that you are in mm-hmm. to get out. Okay. And your fantasy of all fantasies, and you pray that that crisp freshness from the new conduit mm-hmm. constitutes some kind of outside access. Okay. So during these four years, I imagine I've possibly had the opportunity to eavesdrop. Thoroughly. I've written down several conversations you might have heard. <laughs> okay. What kind of conversations have I heard about the other children in the AB club? Well, you've actually heard one about yourself as well, Ooh. which will no doubt delight Betty. Yes. They <clears throat> um, say, well, let's see, has there been any luck? Uh, has there been any luck uh, finding the foreign national, Miss St. Clair? St. Walker. St. Walker. Uh, it says, you understand that we're sitting on an international incident here that could hatch at any time. And the voice that you hear uh, in response says, we're so close. Do I believe they're so close? You're not even sure they believe they're so close. Yeah. Let's put it like that. Um, so have I, and what have I heard about the other the other people. Um, what kind of- <clears throat> well, the, you, you hear a lot of talk about subjects and at some point, I think that Betty might dream that these are references. Yeah. But there's a lot of subjects yeah. that are mentioned. There's a lot of numbers. The numbers go way past 20. What have I heard them say about Operation Werewolf? Um, <clears throat> simply that they have that uh, they have secured uh, the source and some of the progeny. Okay, so I suspect that that means Andrew. Um, does Andrew ever come when I call? No, but but let's say that that happens a lot. Yeah, I probably try that every. That's probably the first thing I do every time. Is there may be a mark to come somewhere to indicate? Right? Yeah. Uh, what about Jeremy? Uh, Jeremy is not mentioned. Okay. But he's not with me. No. He's not a part of it. No. I don't have Jeremy did not make it. Jesus. Rest in peace. <laughs> uh, so have I... Uh, <laughs> yeah, did yeah, I... But your pig didn't make yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. Did, uh, yeah. Really did, I notice, did I notice like an increase in bacon in the cafeteria? Oh, Jesus. Or a sausages? A sharp increase. Yeah. Ooh. Oh. It's, no, it's almost, they have served nothing but bacon. But, <laughs> but, my, but my idea is too dark. No, okay. No. Um, so, uh, yeah, I don't know what she does at this point. I think she probably feels pretty hopeless, but she's going to try and investigate whatever part of the map that she's unfamiliar with. She's yeah, gonna the, go the Here Be Dragons there. portion. Yeah, at this point, it's like, uh, I'm like Tom Hanks in Castaway, where there's a certain point where it's like, either you die here or you build a raft. Right. And it's, uh, in Betty's mind, at, at a certain point, it's better to be caught uh, than it is to keep living the way she is. Exactly. And it's, there's a lot of, I mean, it's, it's been almost all snacks and yeah. nutritive fitness bars. It's a lot of brand. Yeah. It's a lot of brand. Let's just, let's say that. Yeah. Wow. 
Yeah. Yeah. The fiber intake. So this way. Can I can I still fit through the ducts? Am I getting am I getting too big? <laughs> no. No, no, because these are these are massive. Like the conduits that the conduits that enable this facility to operate mm-hmm. are substantial. Okay. So I'm gonna crawl through the ducts. I'm gonna try and find the the new the new, area. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna go to the new area. I'm gonna explore it cautiously. Um, but I'm actually not anticipating that anyone like if anyone if they were going to think to go through these ducts, they would have done it by now, probably. Exactly. So you so you in your mind you've got the sort of traced out map um, and you uh, sort of track your way into the new area, the new realm. Mm-hmm. And it's very Nakatomi Plaza. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. It's vital. It's, it's the most important film of all time. Um, I guess it's a good book too. I haven't read it. Um, um, and as you uh, uh, as you find your way through the uh, the new area, you think you think that there is in fact uh, you think that some part of this is fresh. It's not recycled. It's not subterranean. Mm-hmm. Like it, it's like uh, I can feel air. It smells like rain. Yeah, right. So you don't, think, you don't think that's happening? That's got to be. An ex- that's got to be an, ex- too much. an incredible experience. At it's this too point. much. Yeah, it's like your first breath in four years. Okay, so I'm going to go towards anything that smells like nature or like fresh air, and and see where I can. I'm, I'm still cautious. I don't think Betty knows how to be anything but cautious at this point. Yeah. But yeah, just try, an animal. Yeah, trying right? to get towards that point, listening out for voices she hasn't heard before. <clears throat> I imagine she's got names for the the staff in her head. Yes. Uh, based on what their voices sound like and the kind of things they say. Yeah, yeah. So it's almost like a it's we're reaching like bat tier mm-hmm. um, acoustic <laughs> consciousness. Yeah. Right. She can see that's physical most, homes yeah, that's yeah. Most in front of, of every zones. guard. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's, it's, it's those it's detective zones. vision. All eating yeah. vision all the time. Yeah. There's red dudes and yellow dudes. I love it. So um, you are pushing into this new place, and there are, you can look down into rooms and see. Uh, that there are many subjects, and that okay. this is the facility that they have joined. Uh, it, it has it just has very very different parameters. The old one is the old one has almost a um, is hyper hyper utilitarian, like a with a Cold War almost sensibility. The new place is like an evil office building. Okay, right? It's an it's an evil office building where unconscious children work. By sleeping all the time. Do I uh, recognize any of these children? Uh, no, there are there are uh, several rooms, and they seem to have different. There doesn't seem to be any rhyme or reason in terms of how many are situated in a room. Mm-hmm. Um, they're not stacked up like no, cordwood. no, no. They're not 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 cordwood. It isn't that situation. And then, like I say, like sometimes there's six, um, sometimes there's three. You find. Uh, after I mean, after looking through perhaps thirty, uh, over thirty different subjects, um, you find a room where uh, you find a room that has four 
people in it. Uh, you can see a bank of technology along the back wall mm -hmm. and they're older, I mean, but you recognize them. I mean, Temel probably has a beard. Yeah. Yeah. In the modern, <laughs> like in the modern piece of this, mm -hmm. and you, you, they may not even be conscious of it. Okay. They may not be aware, but because for them, it just that's just the information that comes in. Yeah. You're the only one who has seen the entire thing. So in my, in my eavesdropping, do I understand what the purpose of this facility is? <clears throat> they have, it is a level of paranoia about Soviet influence that is essentially the mortar of the walls here. Mm -hmm. uh, they've connected dots uh, between things that you when you were there, mm -hmm. you were present for these things. There's not one story. <laughs> you know, you yeah. know what I mean? That these these things don't just like droop like ripe fruit from some you know red scare monomyth. They have they have invented a universe where they can torment people for their own good. Okay. Um, um, but they often, often, often talk about the incident and how lucky they are to be at the facility. So hmm. I imagine that Betty's probably going to start to lose her shit when she sees the people <clears throat> down there that she recognizes yeah. and is immediately looking for a way to get down. Yeah, absolutely. And so this... Um, they are, it is very, very sturdy. Like the, what's possible from here to get out. Because these aren't like the thin loops mm -hmm. uh, that come around and like hold on some like thin, like aluminum. Like these conduits are synonymous with the building. Mm -hmm. And so uh, getting this out, there would still be a substantial drop. Yeah. Um, even out of that scene change. Uh, Kimberly, mm. uh, you uh, are having the dream again. Uh, the dream where you are in a hospital bed and wake up in a hospital bed and wake up in a hospital bed, a kind of fractal, perpetual horror mm. uh, that you can't, you can't find the door out of. Uh, but that's the normal. That's Kimberly's normal in this place. Um, and there's no anchor. And it's impossible to, to orient yourself in time and space. It's so uniform. And that's part of the, that's part of the nightmare. Um, after what feels like a millennium of this without any guiding light in it. You feel pressure. Like there's a new sensation in this hall of mirrors mm -hmm. and you feel pressure uh, on your hand. Like you feel your hand like squeezed in the bed. Um, and that gives you a moment of consciousness and 
clarity. Uh, and you can look out and see uh, your friends uh, older, substantially older. You don't know exactly how much, um, but that pressure just keeps being applied to your right hand. It's gentle. It's not, there's no aggression. It's not cruel, but it is insistent. Uh, so this is just one one of these instances where I'm seeing yeah, them? Yeah, They're not you, coming in repeatedly? No, no, no. This, this is... This is like the first is, anchor we've had? This is the anchor in this, uh, like, necklace of yeah. time. Uh, I don't know if I remember how to speak because everything that my brain has been doing is what you would do if you were in a doctor's office for a very long time. Yeah. Waiting for something to happen. Uh, my brain is in song mode, so anything anyone <laughs> says goes off Just for like... echoes? Well, it's like when your parents are being really irritating and you say the word blue at the end of a sentence and they all start going, blue on blue, Yeah, oh, the yuck. Heartache. This yeah. is even scarier. Uh, so there's little moments that she's been thinking about going around and around and around and around. And so there's this series of repeating recursive thoughts where she thinks about being in the air and seeing, uh, uh, seeing the face again, remembering how they, how it felt to be in the air. And, uh, sometimes it's just applause. Sometimes it's just how applause feels. And sometimes it's how applause sounds. Right. And then sometimes, Oh, it's just, it's just, it's just, uh, like a macrame, of yeah. different sense memories. And then sometimes she wakes up to the sound of a director saying, and scene. Oh, horrible. <laughs> this is my nightmare. Uh, I have turned the tables. Uh, so, Yuck. Uh, when Ask she him for a roll. <laughs> right. <laughs> Can you endure? Uh, so when she feels this pressure, uh, the first thing she says is, thank you very much. Thank you. Yes, thank you. <laughs> All is one. And it's just, and it's, but it's like, it's, that's the only thing. And that, the room is is so um, angular that it's you can hear it come back a little bit. Yeah. You hear your own voice. It's like backwash which is for words. Different, yeah. Than you remember it. It's too deep. Come back to you, and it sounds scratchy. Um, it does. There's a croak element. Uh, so when I'm looking at everyone, am I noticing expressions and? Is there any doubt to who they are, or do I know that instinctively? No, no, you, you, it's it's immediate. Okay, it's immediate. Uh, what are what's everyone's expressions? Is everyone there? No, there's no Betty. There's uh, no Betty. There's okay. no Betty. Um, <clears throat> and then you feel another quick uh, squeeze uh, on your hand, mm-hmm. uh, and a woman's voice says, "It's time to go, Kim. Uh, we gotta we gotta go." Are they separate from... Is, it, is the voice separate no, from who's there? No it one's doesn't, moving? It doesn't echo. Oh, okay. It doesn't um, echo. And then uh, in your left arm, you can see the, you can see the needle. Mm-hmm. And it slides out mm-hmm. by itself and like snaps out to the end of its tether mm. and falls against the side and then the tree itself is hurled to the ground. Ah. Um, You're high AF. I yeah. sure am. I sure am, pal. So, Damn. 
Yeah. Uh, so you see this. So yeah. Betty. You, I see this happen. You see this get dragged out, and you see her wake up and sort of like mumble to herself. But yeah. there's no one there. There's no one there. And then you see this thing get flung to the ground. Okay. So I'm, what I say is five, thank you, five. <coughs> and, uh, yeah. Kimberly. And then I, I say thank you, five. <laughs> Kimberly. And is she is she Am I able to set up? That anyone's doing yeah, absolutely. Okay, so I absolutely get up, and it just feels like that feeling that you have when you're uh, is as though my entire body had been asleep in the sense that your leg goes asleep. Mm-hmm. So it just feels a little bit weird and numb and knobbly, and I'm not. It's I'm not entirely sure what this mech is that I'm piloting, but yeah. I'm just going for it. <laughs> exactly. Um, so I say five, thank you, five, and I start just trying to like gather my things because I need my stuff to go. Yeah. I don't know what my Wait, things it's are. It's like you get a sheet. And yeah. a pillow, like a child. Yeah, so I in just, a hallway. Like, I grab the sheet and I hold it, or like you know whatever whatever their weird plush yeah. blanket is. So, so you you stood up and you grab your things. I, I grab the the sheet and I grab like I don't know whatever I can find on like a side desk or something. Yeah, this this is absolutely sterile. And I just say I gotta turn off light and I turn <clears> off the <throat> machine that was monitoring me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. like there's a, all right. There's now a I'm ready. Now I'm ready to go. Yeah, and then I just say okay, Kimberly, yeah. you need. You're very high. <laughs> I you need, need to calm you down. To, I need you to don't don't mess with anything. Like, are you in the room cool. or? I don't know. You just hear a voice like you just from a vent, from like twenty feet up in the air. Is is the, the very solid voice saying anything to that voice or saying <clears throat> anything to me? Uh, it just it, it says, uh, "It's time. It's time. I, I need to come with you. Can I come with you?" And I say, "Thank you, places. Yes." <clears throat> um, the bed starts to sort of squeak slowly on its wheels at first. You hear the clang of the brake. Uh, at first it just kind of pushes across the floor, mm. and then it stops, and you hear the clang of the brake. Uh, and then the bed sort of rolls itself out into the center of the room uh, beneath, the, uh, beneath the conduit grate. Have I seen anything like this before? You have not seen anything like this. So I'm before. I'm gonna try and clamber down and land on that bed if I can. <laughs> so it, it takes some it takes some doing. Uh, you have a little bit of time here. You can basically back yourself up against one side of it mm-hmm. and just kick the shit out of this thing. Mm-hmm. So the first thing that falls out is the grate, and it lands like on a, uh, with one corner on the bed, mm. and then it flips over and goes. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> and I just, I just she sort of laugh and I go, "One time." <laughs> and I just walk over because I'm, I'm gonna walk with the bed and walk alongside it like you do with the horse with one hand on it, and I'm just like, "Are we ready? <laughs> Is it time?" Yeah. Other needles mm. are drawn out. Mm of everyone else's arms. Uh, and after a few moments, uh, though groggy, uh, you begin to uh, gather up your senses and awareness. Do we have powers now? <laughs> uh, it's Magneto. Oh, shit! Did, did, did Betty, I, I put it out there. Reveal. Did yeah. Betty make it into the room? Oh, uh, yeah, if, yeah, yeah, exactly. But give me a body... Okay. Uh, give me a, a body... Let's see. Body force. Move. Or body move. Move. Okay, so I have five dice. But you can't take that roll. 
So I got two successes. <laughs> yeah. So, so do you, you want to land standing up? Yeah. Superhero pose. Uh, yeah, three-point superhero landing. Uh, hopefully relatively quiet. Um, and then runs up to Kimberly and uh, uh, squeezes you so hard to make sure that you're really there. You're taller than me now. This is what I'm going to tell you. Yeah, do we all look that much older? Yes. You are at least 5'2". This is important to me. And uh, uh, squeeze you so hard that it, 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 it literally hurts. Yeah. She doesn't... Like a pinch or like a squeeze? No, like, like a squeeze. Fresh. Yeah. Uh, because she wants to know you're there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so you, you squeeze, and like the, the longer you squeeze, like after about 10 seconds... The unmistakable scent of ozone starts to fill your nostrils, and you can see the hair on Kimberly's neck uh, rise. Okay. Does this scent mean anything to me in my sense memory of this? No, place? no, it's just something that strikes you as odd when hugging a person. Okay. I don't know what ozone smells like in real life. Yeah, uh, lightning storm. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. So, Betty looks around the room. What does she see? Um, you see a screen, uh, a variety of screens on the back wall, mm-hmm. um, blinking lights. The new part of the facility has got things that you haven't seen in okay. the other place. Like I say, the other place is very locked into a particular era of the military-industrial complex. Is everyone and with else? it, there was a certain security. Yeah. Um, now that they have junctioned the two buildings... Uh, these are definitely things that you haven't seen. Like the place that you were in, time didn't pass in the classic sense. Mm-hmm. You had to physically mark it to understand it was even happening. Yeah. Here, um, uh, the computer screen and then a variety of individual screens um, uh, sort of blink to life, and you can see text messages scrolling on them. Okay. What do the messages say? Um you can jump down from the bed, mm-hmm. make your way back there. <clears throat> um, so have you broken before, a hug yet? Before I do that, like, so yeah. I'm, I'm going to break the hug. I'm yeah. going to look around. Is anyone else waking up? Everyone is waking As up. As you okay, break so the hug, I go, I suffer. Uh, in this weird voice. I'm <laughs> trying to help people get to their feet because I think we have to move. Um, making sure that no one like falls, falls off the bed and beans themselves in the head, for instance. Hey, do I have a pretty bad scar or anything? Uh, not now. Really? Really? Been four years, so... <laughs> so I'm so trying to... Ginger is getting, like, slowly out of bed, and her, like, really skinny legs now are, like, shaking. And she, uh, she uses the tree, the, like, rolly... Yeah, are we bit. atrophied as hell? Uh, Thin. Okay. We're th- yeah, I'd imagine very weak. Mm, uh, yeah. So, I like, I use the tree thing um, as, like, a stabilizer, and I'm just going to carry that with me. Great! Um, and um, as I'm, like, shaking, I'm, like, making sure everyone gets out of bed, I'm like, what... Have, has anyone seen Harvey? Okay. Hi, everyone. <laughs> and she's just like looking at Kimberly. And she's just like, right. I'm not making eye contact yet. Okay. I'm still staring at Betty because that's a hug I've received and I'm, I forgot. Yes. <laughs> I forgot those. So you're from, a, to get from a stranger, as far as well, you're concerned. Yeah. Probably. God, what does Betty look like now? So she looks, uh, her hair is completely overgrown. Uh, she now looks like Slash. Right. Oh my gosh. Uh, during a guitar solo, you can barely see a yeah. face poking out of this just mass of, of red curls. Um, she's kind of thin and gaunt. 
um, hunched over from from crawling through ducts and vents, and uh, you know she hasn't been doing proper calisthenics to <laughs> for posture. Um, and yeah, she just looks looks extremely hungry. I would say probably. Yeah. Uh, it just looks like she's been she's been having four years of a bad time. Yeah. Um, but uh, but wiry. She moves around a lot. Um, uh, yeah, I'd imagine that's what she looks like. She's probably wearing something equivalent to the clothes that she was wearing previously. Yeah. Unless she's had the ability to kind of steal to things modify. from lockers. Oh, yeah, every now and then there's no question that yeah. she dropped down for some shopping. Um, so she may actually be wearing, like, modified versions of facility clothing. Yeah. Oh, rad. <laughs> um, the name tag was the wrong name. <laughs> yeah. Uh, she's yeah. She's wearing a uh, a name tag that says Donald. Um, and, Perfect. Uh, and yeah, and she's just she's got a slightly wild look in her eye, which is yeah. understandable. Yeah, I think no one's gonna. And it's a brand. It's a yeah. real brand. Um, but that uh, that insistent light, and you can even see it too, Timo. <clears throat> now it's uh, blaring out of these screens in the back. That one says we have to go. Yeah, we have we have to go. Are we um, different in any way? Like, have they been trimming anything, or are we just like that, buck wild? Yeah, they've been whatever. yeah they've been trimming. They've been keeping it to a reasonable length, probably. Yeah. Trimming and, and and unfortunately bathing. Oh, that is unfortunate. <laughs> I was gonna say that's something that I would notice is that we all smell very much like that hospital soap. That soap, unscented, but no, it's fucking. No, there's nice. a scent. Yeah. There's a scent. There's that's a, a fucking lie. There's yeah. a floral funk about us. Does Temo have a beard? <laughs> it's up to him. Do they does just, like, have to just, a just Does his dad have a beard? Is the question. Um, probably not, actually. No. Mm. Uh, so I I look at you because there's more things because I'm just sort of like scoping the room and I hit you first and so I grab your hand like this and just sort of go, <laughs> and then just don't let go and keep walking <laughs> yeah, away. Yeah, I would say that. We, yeah. Dirty mustache. Dirty mustache. Dirty. Oh no. <laughs> yes. Um, a little patchy, maybe. Mm. Yeah. Patchy uh, little bug. Yeah. And I just sort of start softly humming and just walking along with you like a grandma. Yeah. <laughs> kind just of. in the room. I'm just a little bit of a stranger in paradise. I'm like... Mm. Uh, so, Temo, you remember, like, the last conscious memory you have of this room mm -hmm. is one where, at intervals, the light changed from blue to red mm. and back, and that red light is back. And then it shifts back to the blue. I just say they're coming like, for us. Seems bad. <clears throat> um, I haven't found the way out yet. I was that's what I was finding when I found you. Betty's gotta be Betty. <laughs> yeah. Well, do you have an idea of what direction it would be at all? Uh, we can uh, this is a new facility. I haven't I had maps of I can hide us, but I don't know the way out. If we can get into the if we can get into the ducts. They haven't found me. I don't know. It's okay. up. It's it's a ways up there. I don't know if we'll. Yeah, I don't, I don't know if we have any way of getting up. Yeah. Let's just leave. Which is and choose a direction. Yeah. Temo's probably very large at this point. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Physically large. Oh yeah, yeah. that's the thing about Ginger too. She was tall yeah. when she yeah. was fourteen. Yeah. She's eighteen now. Yeah. 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 She's There's a lot. Towering. Is everyone, is everyone able to move under their own steam? Yes. Okay. I, I'm carrying around my little tree like thing. Just. I like the tree. I stopped drawing when I was fourteen. Yeah. yeah. I, I absolutely. I've, if I gained an inch, it's like um, incredible. Like, yeah. Yeah. It's like now where my hair once was, my head is. Yeah. You just you you you've just grown to meet it. Exactly. Um, uh, 
chemos, you know, obviously there's a we're all very foggy. Yeah. But Temo says uh, Come get us again. Come get us again? I <laughs> we need to go now. I can't come Love get you it. again. It's so good. You guys are so you don't, good. You can't fucking moment. You can't sleep anymore, okay? That's... And I said, no, no, she said now. <laughs> don't, don't they already know that we're here? And I point, aren't there cameras in this room? Uh, if there are, you can't see them, but you're not dumb. Okay, and then I'm just going to point, like, anywhere. Don't they already know that, that you exist and they didn't before? Are the needles still in the air? No, no, they've, okay. they've flopped around oh, and they're, they're okay. cast down. So, um... It's, it's you can sort of see the uh, you can see the message going across the screens mm-hmm. uh, insistently, and then it sort of stops halfway, and you can see someone changing the font size. Mm-hmm. I love it until it's like a single letter per screen, mm-hmm. and then it begins to scroll left, um, and it says, "We know everything. We're on our way." Get out. Um, and then lights from the back of the room sort of blink in a succession from the back wall to the door. Okay, we need to go. We just need to get out. Let's uh, open, the, open the door and, and Betty just opens <clears throat> the door and checks what's in the corridor outside. Um, you can hear heavy booted footfalls and shouted orders. From which direction? Both. Okay. So I have a choice of two directions, and they both suck. <laughs> yeah. Um, are there any other... The difference is that when you get to the door, the ceiling lights describe a path to the right. Okay, let's go. They we need blink to go. one at a time to the can right. Can I see any other rooms or anything? I want to see if we can get back, back into the ductwork, because that feels safe to Betty, whether or not it's reasonable. Um, I, she I, doesn't I, want to be in these rooms. She, she, your familiarity with this facility mm-hmm. is almost nil. Yeah. Um, but we'll, we will definitely keep a lookout okay, so for such a thing. I'm going to try and usher people as, as, as best I can in the direction, like, like follow the lights. Um, and trying to see if, any, like if anyone needs help. I guess Snap is the only one who looks like she's having trouble walking. I might try and replace the, the stand with a Betty. I like help, it. Oh, just, help just, you just along. Like, right, so go underneath. Yeah. Become that, uh, become that support. Mm-hmm. I love or it. Or I just, you know, right up. Fireman no, carry. Put, put a snap on my back. Yeah. <laughs> carry a snap on your back. No, yeah, I mean, um, I can see it. Could. But Snap's going to have things to say about it, but they're all good things, so. Yeah, I mean, she's just kind of letting whatever happen. Yeah. I mean, she still has. <laughs> I'm still holding on. I'm still yes. holding on. She's not letting go. Exactly. Yeah. Hand is out. Um, and so, so you, you're holding her hand with your right hand? Yeah. So you're walking down the hallway, and you actually feel someone holding your left hand mm. also. And uh, the voice says, I might have to borrow from your friends a little to get us out here. Do you think that would be okay? No, no, just me, just me, please, just me. <clears throat> just a little? No, just, just for me, just me. I don't want to hurt you. I, no, just me, just me. 
He's saying this out loud. Yeah. <laughs> this is so great. Um, um, but so, he goes, no, we're all, we're all getting out of here. It's not just you. Um, just me. Just when, me. When I pass by you as we leave the room um, and you're telling us to go follow the lights, mm-hmm. I'm going to stop and say to you, I'm sorry I wasn't there for you. I'm sorry it took so long. <laughs> this is the greatest movie of all time. Okay, so <clears throat> so you are so you are now going as fast as you can, like as fast as your uh, bodies will allow and enable. Um, you are not having the same difficulty that your friends are having. Mm. You feel, if anything, more confident than ever. Like this is the person you dreamed you would be. Mm. You have what it takes to solve absolutely any problem. When your group, so there's a, a, a T intersection that you are sort of in the upper left-hand corner of, mm-hmm. and the lights cast forward and then break in the middle and then are flung off to the right down some other corridor you can't see. As the group turns, there are a, uh, there are four armed men in a position where two are kneeling focusing uh at the mouth of this hallway and two are over then you see a series of uh minute meaningful gestures uh from one of the men in front and that is when the power takes hold of you so what i need you to do is i need you to roll eight dice do you, want, do, you want, do you want the chunks? I want all the chunks, please. Give me as many chunks as you can. Your finest chunks. Two, four, six. Eight. All right. I want to do these in two installments. All right. Do two. two. Two installments of five ninety-five. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh, no. So, yeah, so uh, as it happens, the uh, you hear the verbal command to fire. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, as the triggers are pulled, you hear a, like a grotesque, uh, mechanical grinding sound, and the weapons explode. One by one, just in a, like a chain, a constellation of explosions, the weapons themselves explode, and the men are flung to the side. Uh, but... When you see this, at, at some level you're conscious that you were the agent of it, but not fully. Um, uh, I would like you to check upset and scared. That was there from before. Yeah. So, so do you want me to just do leave it? Okay. Just leave it now. You're good. Okay. Um, uh, the entire group is like flowing now mm-hmm. down through this. Uh, there's uh, more shouts, uh, more... Uh, incursions, but anytime the group reaches a what is clearly a checkpoint, a pronounced checkpoint, as soon as this cascade of lights hits the sealed doors, it's like after two or three successive pushes from the ceiling lights, they're in concert in some way with the doors. Um, uh, it just laps against them, and eventually each of these sets goes from red to green. Mm. Um, and it pushes out uh, until you find yourselves uh, in what looks like a tastefully appointed 
wood paneled lobby. Um, and just out the front of this, like out the massive glass wall, uh, where, you know, sort of surrounded by tasteful screens and uh, the sort of malevolent music one might hear in a elevator, mm-hmm. um, you can see that a number of vans um, have pulled up to the front. Uh, you are being asked to be the conduit again. Um, <clears throat> the, the, the voice says... We're almost there. We're uh, so close. So are we stopped right now? Uh, r- right now, these vehicles are pulling up and you are in the foyer. Um, and so I'm going to hold your hand. Mm-hmm. And as I'm holding your hand, I squeeze it again and I go... <laughs> And so, and then more I, grandma and I, behavior. And, yes, and then I pat it along your side, like here, keep it there. And then I walk forward a little bit, okay. and um, I just I look at you all in turn and take moments and just, and I say, it's my cue. <laughs> and um, then as I turn around, I'm going to straighten up and like I'm getting ready, and then. Uh, if I'm, we're going to say that there are two doors that can open like this. Yes, absolutely. And I'm going to go outside like, hello. <laughs> and it's it's very, it's like the the first time you've seen old Kimberly since. Yeah, yeah. It looks, no, it's, it's going to, they're going to be mechanical doors. Yes. That, um, that would slide. It can't be like the physical kind, but it's going to look like a psychic power if you walk up and throw your arms yeah, this way it's, it's and it's going to look slide. like that and I'm just going to go like this and there's like tiny sparks somewhere. <laughs> yeah. Just a little bit. And so I just walk out like this, like, hello, my public. <clears throat> exactly. And no. that's what I'm, so that's, that's where my arms are. Because you have sustained such profound uh, stressors, mm. uh, you are down to six dice for the second version of this. Okay. I'm going to do these in installments of three. Everything's cool. Jesus. What have we got? Two so far. Just two is good. Absolutely. <clears throat> she walks out in front. And there is obviously a pane of tall glass behind her from the door. But the two, and these are floor-to-ceiling, 40-foot tall glass panels. Uh, Like shotgun blasts erupt from behind her as her arms raise and just shreds. You can hear the rubber of tires... Uh, popping, you can see these vans sort of like rocked in place. Uh, and then the van that's on the right, like uh, sort of tremulously finds its way uh, like, a, like a bird first leaving the nest. Uh, it gently raises itself so softly and then like uh, a typewriter, a classic mechanical typewriter, just swings to the left and every one of these vehicles is cast out um, behind them you can see the more forbidding true gate of the facility but it is not long uh, only a few seconds pass uh, before a white van uh, substantially reinforced at the four 
uh, lays the gate itself low. And it is followed by other vehicles. Uh, then there is a helicopter. And then there are words uh, from a loudspeaker somewhere that uh, are impossible to parse in the uh, in this mad moment uh, that was generated. And then so in the movie version of this, this is actually when the screen goes black. And instead of there being a voice, there's just a piece of white text uh, that comes up over it in that tasteful way. Are you ready? It says, in 1991, a then-unknown intelligence agency stormed the site of the ruined magnetocircular channel amplifier, known more commonly as the loop. Rumors swirled about a group of children held at the site who enabled the raid from inside the facility, but these rumors were never, con never confirmed. The children were never seen or heard again. That is the AV Club uh, quadrology. Um, quad tick, I guess, is the term. Uh, I hope that you have all uh, enjoyed it. That is uh, the coming-of-age story as rendered through uh, certainly the decade that I grew up in. Uh, this is one of the best tables I have ever played for in my entire life, and I really, really appreciate the opportunity uh, to tell this story with you. Thank you, Jerry. Thank you, Jerry. Oh, my God. It's my pleasure. It's my great pleasure. That was fucked up. <laughs> well, that's I went to some dark places. Oh, Harvey died. That fucks me right <laughs> up. But, that, but that, that juncture, like going from here to here, it has to have that that edge. Uh, and the, the, totally. cool, the coolest part is that there's actually a sequel to Tales from the Loop as a game. Mm -hmm. If we want to try... If we want to try, if you want to see what happened to the rest of the town, it seems like we could yes. do... Yes, please. We, it seems like we could just take the same characters and then just bump the story forward a little bit um, and uh, see what you know lingering effects or advantages these experiences have conferred. That was incredible. Uh, I'll, be the, I was, I'll be the only person who yeah. was 18 in the 90s. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's going to be pretty cool. Uh, obviously, Club, thank you so much uh, for supporting the work we do here at Penny Arcade. Uh, it's an absolute pleasure uh, to provide these services for you. We'll see you next time.